name is Tahira Waldron, and I am the owner and founder of Unforgettable Memories Photography based in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, you guys might see online that, man, Kellen, your headshot game has changed. You took that old picture with you having no hair or with uh, President B.O. of Sierra Leone, my president, my other president, I should say, and say, man, who did that? Well, I got the woman who did it. I was at the South Florida Black Chamber. Tahira was there just, you know, snapping away everybody. To be honest, you guys, I was like, well, hold on. We're getting away with a free photo shoot. I found out later and got that invoice that <laughs> it, it wasn't. But I was happy to pay it because I was updated and I was dressed for the occasion. So, Miss <laughs> Tahira, welcome to Diversified Game. How are you doing? I am good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for uh, upgrading us because, you know, my stuff was looking a few years old, if not maybe almost a decade in some of my my photos, just because, you know, I just I don't really focus too much on camera. I'm behind the scenes so much. Mm -hmm. But tell the people, especially the young ladies out there, um, how did you get into photography? Is this your first business that you have gotten into in your young age? I think, what are you like 22 years old? You know, black don't crack. That's right. <laughs> um, well, I started out taking photographs. Well, I started when I was little. Um, I had my little Polaroid camera running around, taking pictures of everything and everybody picture coming out the little front of the camera, um, so that's when I started, but I actually really started uh, about five or six years, <clears throat> about five or six years ago, like ago, um, when I was, um, after I had my first child and I always wanted pictures of my baby and I was like, gosh, I'm really enjoying this. So it started out just as a hobby, taking pictures of my kids, family, um, every year we would get together with my family and take our family photo. Um, and it just became a thing. And I really enjoyed it. And I was like, gosh, this is becoming an expensive hobby. Um, and everybody was like, well, I'll pay you. You know, you do great work. So it became a business. Um, so this is my first business. Um, it's been a, it's been different, um, but it's been coming along. So that's how I started. And this is where I'm at right now. Now talk about, you know, the, the, the journey, because some people think, oh, I can just use, well, now people are just using their phones, even YouTubers who are making over 10 grand a month. I won't tell you guys who that is because you'll be bothering them and making a video about them. But, um, you know, talk about, you know, the, the journey and how it's been difficult, because I could only imagine that if you started off as a hobby, when you switch over to a pay schedule. You got people, especially that auntie, you can't talk about right now. Tell me, you gonna charge me? Like, <laughs> you know, and, and we know our, our folks in our community, like I just mentioned, I just jumping in front of the camera because it was there and everybody else was doing it. And I'm sure you got an email or two from somebody saying, oh, I didn't know. Or they just say, say anything once they got the invoice, you know, they thought you were taking emails just to, you know, you know, follow up with them for free 99. So talk about that journey, the difficulties. Okay. Well, pretty much it's nobody tells you when you start running a business, like all the back end that you have to go through everything that you have to do when you file in taxes, when you, you know, 
uh, charging people and you got income coming in and people paying you cash, trying to figure out how to do credit card and um, sending invoices. Nobody explains to you the whole back end process of running a business, which is probably the the hardest part of running your business. Um, for me, it was always just like, okay, the best part, booking the shoot, going, handling the, the shoot, coming back home, delivering the images. You know, that's the easiest part, but it really does start with getting your processes in order. And that's what is the hardest. Um, and people don't realize how expensive it is just to have all these processes in place um, when you're running your business. Um, so for me, that was the hardest part, along with having the people, oh, you're going to charge me? Well, I get the, f- the friends and family discount, right? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. No, <laughs> there is no friends and family discount. But um, yeah, that that's probably like the hardest part of running your business is the, the back end process. So, so, so I want this to be a real teachable moment for the parents out there to explain to your kids, because... As somebody, you know, who you went to a university, you studied business, finance, and to say that no one teaches you this, a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to go get an MBA and then I'm going to know everything about business. You could go get an MBA from Harvard, folks. You're still not going to know everything. And why I tell you, find a consultant, whether you come to Coleman Public Relations and Consulting Firm. Yeah, that's a plug um, because we do great business. But you know, there are people who will tell you, but there's also free resources from the SBA, mm-hmm. from SCORE and PTAC, which nobody, when I mentioned PTAC, has ever told me, oh yeah, PTAC, I know about them. They don't even teach you this if you went to Yale, Harvard, Princeton, or the Harvard of the South, Grambling State University. So can you talk about like how college, what it did prepare you for if it didn't tell you how to run the back of a business? Was it even worth it? Do you think you need to have a business degree to run a business? Does it help at all? Um, honestly, I honestly don't think that you need to have a business degree to run a business um, because it's, it's, it's kind of like just a learning process as you go. Um, if you want a business degree, it's going to be to do specifically what you are going into the finance degree for. So if you're getting your finance degree in financial services, then you need to go find a, a company that specifically does financial services. And that's what you do. Um, if you're getting your degree in accounting um, under finances, then you're going to be specifically working for a company that does accounting. Um, now, I would say that an accounting degree, yes, that helps on the back end of running a business because, you know, it 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 deals with all of the, uh, you know, invoices, income statements, you know, along those lines. But honestly, your business degree is not going to set you up for running your own business if you haven't already ran someone else's business or um, worked in the field of business already. Um, so the field of business is so large. It's 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 so many different degrees underneath just finance that unless you specifically got your degree in accounting, then I think accounting really is the best part, you know, the best degree to actually help you run a business. I didn't get my degree in accounting. I realized accounting wasn't for me after I took my first accounting class. Um, 
Um, so my degrees, it is in finance, um, but it's in financial services. So I've mainly based um, my business, not my business, but my degree was mainly based on um, insurance, um, working more in the um, the the field of, um, oh gosh, I just caught a blank. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no worries, no worries. It, 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 it'll come back to you say, damn, that's what it was. That also, that also shows you guys how college, and again, I paid Sally May back all her money for that master's degree. It, it, I was, you know, school can only help you so much when you have right. an entrepreneur spirit. So if that's what you feel like you want to do, you guys just do it now. Even if you're in high school, middle school, start little by little doesn't have to be the biggest thing. Now, you talked about an expensive hobby. Um you know, I, I may be older than you by many moons. I just look like this and sound like this. Um, but can you talk about why? Because now in the digital age, it's not like, you know, you have to go back into the, the you don't know about this. Back in the day, we actually had to go do the, in the great, the red room. You had to develop your photos. Now you don't have to do that. So what makes it so expensive now? What are you find yourself spending so much money on? Well, the equipment itself is expensive. Um, a good lens and a good camera alone will cost you about five grand. Um, and that's just for two pieces of equipment. Yes, you can make great work with two pieces of equipment, but let's talk about if you're trying to do studio work or if you are into, um, you know, strobe photography, strobes are expensive. Lighting is expensive. Um, the you want more than one lens, it's gonna be expensive. Um, let's not talk about, you still have to process. Yeah, we may not be in a red room any longer, most of us, um, but to process your your photos online and everybody wants everything edited in this age, everybody wanna have silky smooth skin and you know they want their lace front laid, you know, in the final product, uh, that back end costs. So you got to pay for Photoshop. You got to pay for Lightroom. Adobe products aren't aren't free. Um, you got Adobe. You got Capture One. You got all these, you know, post-processing programs that we use that is it's not free. Now, people might get intimidated and say, oh, I got to buy a $5,000 camera to start. Um, I'm sure you, you know, got things piece by piece and then found out, oh, if I even want better quality, uh, you know, for that 14 year old who's who's listening, would you say that most of the work is done in post nowadays with the digital age? So even if they did start with their camera, they could edit it. Um, like talk about the differences, because I don't have that skill. Like I can talk a lot of big game, but when it comes into the, like, do you need the camera? Is it the chicken before the egg or, you know, how that works? Cause to me, it's like, just wrap that up in post y'all. We got to shoot. We ain't got time. And I ain't got a red camera right now, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Now you can do wonders in post. You can recreate a whole scene in post, but once again, you got to know how to do it. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know how to recreate and pull in and do all of that extra stuff in uh, Photoshop. But um, for me, um, and what I tell somebody who's now starting out, um, get a writing camera, 
get it right in camera. You want to make sure you have your lighting right in camera. You want to make sure that you have your settings right in camera because what's going to end up happening is it's going to make it harder for you when you go to post and you don't know what you're doing and you're trying to now fix something that you could have fixed when you were at the photo at the photo shoot. So lighting is like a big thing. A lot of people think that, oh, you just pick up the photo, you just pick up the camera and you shoot and that's it. When in all actuality, it's not. You got to learn the settings of your camera. You got to know about lighting. You got to know about your ISO, about your, your f-stop. Um, you pretty much need to learn your camera. And then once you learn the actual settings of your camera, you need to learn about lighting. You need to know if you want to be backlit, if you want the sun to be in their face, um, you know, if you want full sun. Um, so it's like all those things factor into what you want your art to look like. But pretty much at the end of the day, you got to get it right in camera. So when you get to post is all you got to do is do a little color correction and you're good to go. That ISO is so big. I had a guest who, when we lived in Wellington, um, he came, he's a photographer, videographer. He connected my ISO or corrected it, I should say, in a certain way. I was looking so much better, you know, outside. I said, man, and, and my, you know, I just, again, those things, I, I, it's easier sometimes to have someone come on or mm -hmm. pay someone to help. And so you guys, we all need professionals. The consultants need consultants. Can you <laughs> talk about you know, you had a great, I think, turnout mm -hmm. for the South Florida Black Chamber. Yeah, I think it was. Um, yeah. Now, are you a, a new member or a future member going to come to with us to Tallahassee? <laughs> you know, when we do the second Black Chamber Day and lobby on the on the hill, I call it. But um, yeah, give us the game. Well, no, I'm not a member yet. I am still looking into it. The funny thing is, after I did the Black Chamber event, um, I realized that there were so many different chambers, not just like the black chamber. There is like a women chamber. I kind of started doing research um, on the many different chambers that there are. And I was just stunned by how many different chambers there were just in South Florida alone. Um, I mean, you have your normal, you know, chamber of commerce. Um, then you have your black chamber of commerce. You got your women chamber of commerce. And I don't mean to kind of veer off on it, but I did. I had to do some research for myself to see what would be best for me um, if I was going to become a member and pay my dues. Um, so, yeah, I mean, hopefully one day I am, you know, a part of somebody's chamber. Maybe it's going to be the, the black chamber of commerce um, where I'm not sure yet, but we'll see. Well, I'll tell you this, you know, networking is everything and you, you know, your folks, so your folks count your money before you do, you can spend it. And the way chambers work are, you are blessed to be able to do that because, you know, how your connection was, but the way you look at networking, because I'm part of uh, many different chambers are mm -hmm. in business organizations. Okay. So if I make money, from this organization, let me see how that works out and put my money to work because now people know me and I can do this over and over again. But mm -hmm. sometimes chambers aren't there. This is for everybody. Chambers are not there necessarily for you to make money. It just happened right timing, right skill set, right? You got it. You could have been a web designer, could have been 
it would not have been the same thing because you're on the right there in the people's face and we mm-hmm. all want to take a picture when we see it. But it's not, it's it's what you want out of the chamber because you could do that every time the chamber has an event if it was worth right. your while and they were willing. But it's, I, I join business organizations sometimes because I just want to be tied in to certain people and certain people. And I, this is a shout out to another chamber like the Miami-Dade chamber, which I'm a part of. I live in Palm Beach County, Mm -hmm. but I'm part of Miami Day because they roll the way that I roll. I'll tell you that story off air. Um, I won't won't bore the people's ears with that one. But, you know, it's it's all business in the women's chamber. It's like, what can I learn from this group? And also, what can I give back? Talking about giving back. Since you're having great success, what is a community give back that you are doing or that you would like to do in the future? What I realized is that there are a lot of, of um, up and coming teenagers who are uh, building businesses. So I actually wanted to put together like a program to offer these teenagers who are now, now starting out the opportunity to have like a mini branding session just so they can say that they, not just so they can say, but so that they can have um, professional images of their products or um, or their services, whatever it is that they're selling um, for their websites and their social media pages. That's the goal of mine right now. Okay. Okay. And, and how, you know, how soon do you think you can put something like that in play? Um, well, it's been kind of busy. Um, not just with my photography, but with my regular nine to five business, um, you know, she's on special assignment, y'all. She, you know, <laughs> that's, that's all it is. She's, I, I, I got you, you know, we, we, we yeah. So, it, so, but I, and I say that because somebody may hear this when it comes out or they may hear it a year down the line. And that's when people, you know, start hitting you up sometimes. And and I just want people to know, okay, if it's still in a building stage, yeah. um, to me, busy is a blessing and it's a bad word if you don't handle it the right way. Because a lot right. of times when we're we say busy, we could just hire more. You know, I don't I don't let my team say, oh, we're busy. We're we're never too busy. We may not be interested, but we're never busy. Just hire more. Um, now, what would you tell the young fourteen year old young lady or gentleman? They want to do photography. Um, they might not have all the money, but maybe they have, you know, a couple of hundred bucks saved. Is it, you know, is there a camera out there or is there an outlet out there where there's discount cameras, pawn shops, where you would recommend maybe trying to get your first camera to do the job? Um, yes. So there are actually um, camera shops that sell used cameras. Um, and if you don't want to use camera, there are really good cameras that are, um, not as they're, they're still professional cameras. A lot of professionals, not a lot of, but professionals still use them. Um, and they're cheaper. They're what, uh, what a lot of content creators would be using. Um, and it will still get the job done. You still come out with great photographs. It's all about learning to use the equipment that you have. So yes, you can still get like a $500 camera, um, and still create really great quality images. Um, so yeah, my my take on that is learn to use what you have, learn, take courses to learn about the lighting, and I think you'll do great. 
are those courses online or are they are they at a local school, maybe community college? Maybe you you have something even locally out, you know, in that area that you recommend. I would actually rec- recommend if you were trying to break in is to get with a photographer because um, the best way to learn is always going to be hands on um, going out to photo shoots with being an apprentice with a photographer. Um working in the studio, learning, being a lighting assistant, because that's what you're, that's pretty much your ultimate goal is to learn lighting um, at the end of the day. So I would say if you wanted to get with a photographer, just reach out to a couple of photographers in your area. Um, or you can also, there are tons of classes online, photographers who are teaching courses, um, and then go to conferences. I've done a a couple different conferences um, where we have one-on-ones with really great photographers. Um, so yeah, that would be my suggestion. I'm, I honestly never went to like a community college and took a class um, because I'm more of like a hands-on person. Like I need to get out there and I need to do it in order for me to remember what I did after I leave. Um, so yeah. Your best, the best, the best advice I can give is to get with a photographer in your area and become maybe their lighting assistant and learn from them. Watch what they do. Okay, and 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 no no plans of maybe doing your own courses out in your area because what I hear in your area, everybody says you know that Port St. Lucie, Martin County. There's nothing out here. And I'm thinking people, well, you got to make something out here. To me, I go to, you know, I go to other countries and I hear nothing out here. I want to build because no competition. So it's it's a beautiful thing. So any plans on that for yourself? Yeah, actually, I do have plans. Um, Maybe not right now, but early next year, I'm probably going to start trying to roll out something. Okay. Okay. So you guys, you know, put it on your calendar, then you follow up and, and, and timestamp this and, and, and remind her of her words. Say, nah, (laughs) my baby, my baby needs something to do because you know, ain't nothing out here. Well, I, I thank you, you know, for the time, let the people know any last words and where they can find you. Um, yes, you can find me, um, uh, social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Unforgettable Memories Photography. Um, and my IG is unforgettable underscore memories underscore photography. Um, I'm based in Port St. Lucie, Florida. My website is www.unforgettablememoriesphoto.com. Awesome. And just so you guys know, um, cause I, I've, I've got some messages from that. The thirsties in the audience, she is happily married with children. So unless you want to be put in a illegal, but legal chokehold, uh, <laughs> keep your DMS appropriate and on business. You guys have been blessed by the game. Make sure you share this with somebody. It will change their life. Be blessed y'all. Thank you. Let me get off this. Uh, let me get off this, uh, one second. <laughs>